Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning, you're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR with Jack and Sam. How are you doing, Sam? I'm good, Jack. How are you? Not bad, thank you. Um, I'd like to start today by acknowledging that we are on unceded Wurundjeri land um, of the Kulin Nation and we want to pay respects to elders past and present and, um, yeah, acknowledge the continued role that Indigenous people play in uh, looking after this land in the Kulin Nation um, when we talk about people that maybe don't respect the land as much yes yes so sam today we have a, a pre-record um, mm-hmm. by elise cunningham who is of sustainable cities and uh she's talking about this the international mother language day 2023 so it's a record from the event and the discussion is about keeping culture alive through language so we'll play the record and probably have a bit of chat after yes Good morning, everyone. I'm Elise Cunningham from the Sustainable Cities Collective at Friends of the Earth, Melbourne. Today is International Mother Language Day 2023, and I'll be interviewing Iqbal and Mamun from the Victorian Bangladeshi Community Foundation. But before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the true owners of the land on which this interview is taking place, the Bunurong and Wadawurrung people of the Kulin Nation. I pay respect to their elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I'd also like to acknowledge that the conversation taking place today about International Mother Language Day is quite relevant to today's context of the ongoing conversations surrounding both Parliament, Treaty and Sovereignty. Last year on International Mother Language Day, the First People's Assembly of Victoria called on the community to embrace traditional place names. Assembly co-chair and Bangarang and Wiradjuri elder, Auntie Geraldine Atkinson, said that they would like to see traditional languages embraced by the wider community as part of treaty. Um, language is a very important way of shaping cultural identity and how we think and think about and view and relate to the world. Language is political. The official language of so-called Australia is English because of the violent colonisation that took place here. So, Mamun, um, as the president of the Victorian Bangladeshi Community Foundation, can you just tell us a bit about the organisation and the work that you guys do? Uh, thank you and good morning and uh, for giving me the opportunity. Uh, Victorian Bangladeshi Community Foundation started its journey on uh, 2014. Uh, we are doing a few things among our Bangladeshi community in Victoria as well as other multicultural communities. We have few wings. We have a language school. We have cultural wing to promote our culture, spreading multiculturalism among the society. We have a Bangla mobile library. So we, uh, we keep books for the kids and they, will, uh, they can uh, borrow or buy, anyone can borrow or buy book from us, from that library. 
Uh, we have a sports club, so uh, that's a sports club participating uh, cricket tournament and other activities like soccer uh, within the multicultural communities. So throughout around the years, we are still, we are doing different uh, events and activities. Uh, we have uh, like uh, what I said, the cultural wings. Through the cultural wings, we celebrate International Mother Language Day. What's the day is today? Uh, we also celebrate multicultural newer festival. We also celebrate like Victory Day of Bangladesh annual cultural programs, and we do some other activities like dance classes, music classes, uh, the traditional uh, uh, subcontinental musics and dance classes as well. So this sort of activities all around the years we are continuing. Okay, thank you for telling us about all the activities that you do. It sounds like you're very, very busy. You must be a very busy man. Yes, <laughs> and, um, too much busy, it's, yeah. It's great that there's so much that you can do as a community foundation. And So, Iqbal, maybe let's talk about International Mother Language Day. Can you tell us a bit about what it's about, what the, I guess, purpose is, what you're celebrating? International Mother Language Day is recognized by United Nations. So, the idea behind it to make the awareness for all the multicultural people to save language and culture. Uh, I believe uh, it's very common in our migrated people who are here. Look, we came here with two luggage, but we also bring some values for language and culture. Over the time I can see even my kids or our second generation kids, when they speak to each other, they don't speak in Bangla, they speak in English. I doubt their kids will carry Bangla. If it is, we are lucky. But the main concept of celebrating International Mother Language Day, to, to recognition, it is the, the recognition to every language owner, every language owner, and, and, and we through the event, we, we have an educational slogan translated into 21 bilingual language. We say, Mom, I will keep your language and culture alive. The main idea of celebration of this language is educate our multicultural community to keep their language alive. Thank you. That's very beautiful. It sounds like a very good purpose. Um, why is it on the 21st of February? Uh, 21st, there is a big story on it. Uh, we got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a language movement uh, happened at the Dhaka city, which is currently the capital of Bangladesh. But it was on 1952, it was uh, the capital of one province called East Pakistan of the whole Pakistan. So on that time, the newly independent country Pakistan, that is, they they were deciding which will be the language, uh, like the official language of Pakistan or the mother language of Pakistan. The the leadership of the Pakistan who were the mostly Urdu speaking on that time, and um, they they want to uh, want the Urdu as the official language of Pakistan, though the East Pakistan majority or the most 90% people or 95% people were Bangla speaking. So that's why the language possession protest movement happened and on 
1925 on February during the whole February there was a movement going on the police um, arrest uh, uh, procession and there are a lot of bloods came like people died few people like died on that time and at the end it was established that they they agreed that bangla will be the official language of uh, pakistan or the east people of the east pakistan so from there 21st february became the um, language day in the people of west pakistan or among the people of uh, bangla speaking so every year it's celebrating within bangladesh on 2007 unesco decided from united nation through resolution that it will be organized or it will be celebrated as international mother language day whole around the year the objective of this because all around the year uh, all around the world there are lot of language rather than english lot of people the minority among the minority communities or the multicultural communities language are dying day by day generation by generation we came here in australia and among we are speaking in our own language but our kids and after the next generation they are losing their language through losing the language they are losing their culture as well so we would like to keep alive we would like to show your awareness that's why the day, uh, day we are celebrating as international mother language day so victorian bangladeshi community foundation from 2017 or before that as well we are celebrating with windham city council as international mother language day and then uh, rest of the things i think ikbal will tell you a bit about the language monument and everything to you yeah great um just before we get to that ikbal i just want to yeah i guess highlight how sort of minority languages all over the world are frequently dying as english or other major languages sort of take over um that's something that's very relevant in the australian context with the amount of indigenous languages that um have died in the past but there you know there's so much work currently being done also to revive them um so and if I I know um last year with Wyndham City Council you worked on a mother language art project the artist who led that work was Gundich Mara artist Vicky Cousins and i yeah i guess can you tell everyone a bit about the mother language project that you worked on last year yeah the journey uh, working with windham city council started officially 2017 we started the journey through the celebration of international mother language event since then uh, victorian bangladeshi community foundation formed a subcommittee and we worked together uh with Wyndham City Council to to promote the importance of having a permanent mother language monument and over the time uh if i'm not wrong 2019 Wyndham City Council appointed couple of official uh independent uh, community consultant and they have done the consultation just before the covid they submitted the report of consultation the consultation was made through so many different community language group and uh, regarding what is the importance of having a permanent mother language monument and celebration of this event i understand the council has got couple of rules and regulation and policies before they go ahead 
they need to do the investigation. So over the time, the community consultation was very positive. And just before the COVID, they found me, you know, subcommittee uh, uh, who was part of the panel member. I was lucky enough from Victorian Bangladeshi Community Foundation. I was part of the panel member. And, and since day one in the selection process, I was so amazed. Like so many different uh, business group, they have submitted their proposal. But Dr. Vicky Kazin, the way she did put her put her proposal, it just like uh, touched my heart. When she didn't put any pictures what we are going to get. And we had a big confusion as well what we are going to get. But she put in her writing there should be three components. Uh, the part of wind and <coughs> mother tongue artwork. The three components. One component which I liked most there should be a symbol of Aboriginal artwork which connects the land of the language, acknowledging the land of the language. The second part was there will be a circle. The circle will incorporate all the Windham different bilingual artist artwork, so which is connecting the land we are living now. And third one, she did propose that she is going to put this key or you know seedlings monument from from Dhaka Bangladesh one where mom in the middle and four kids on two sides two side each. I really loved the proposal and and this is the first time in Australia I was part of the part of the you know tender panel. And when there was a marking, I did see my mark was very close with other panel members. And you know, and you know, we are so happy that that Vicky's project proposal got the job. And it was quite hard, quite hard to to deliver the project on due date because I did see their project plan, everything was running well, but due to COVID, due to lockdown. It was so hard to to bring the artwork into actual 3D model and do the installation work, on-site work outside the outside the Julia Gillard Library. When we see the final product, which was launched last year, uh, 21st of February, I believe we celebrated on 24th of February, and it is an amazing, amazing artwork. And I believe uh, the symbol of Shohit Minar is there. And I was lucky enough to see different places, uh, mother language artwork. But I feel like our one is the best one in Windham. Uh, the reason it connects the language of the land, it connects the bilingual community migrated living in Windham. And it also has got the key symbol, the seedling uh, from the Dhaka Shohid Minar. That it was very, I feel I'm very glad and lucky. I was uh, part of the process and since day one 
to the last day, uh, we had so many meetings and consultation, but when I see the final outcome, I, I feel so happy. I just want to say to the audience, most of the time I put, I put on my laptop background my kids' photo. Since I took the photo while the installation was working uh, of that artwork, uh, it is on my laptop. I feel this is our another child. It's replaced your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and my prayer, my prayer to, to the next generation, please focus uh, to keep your mother's language and culture alive. It is very important. So if there is any kids in the audience, I will request you to keep focus safe language and culture. Thank you. Thank you, Iqbal. And yes, I've seen the monument. It's really, really beautiful. It's at Tiny Community Learning Center. Um, that's where we had the Better Buses for Wyndham Forum last year. And as Iqbal said, yeah, you can see that outside of the Julia Gillard Library. Um, on the topic of kids, I guess, and um, keeping language alive amongst the children in our communities, uh, the, the theme this year is multilingual education, a necessity to transform education, with an emphasis placed on Indigenous peoples' education and languages. And I wanted to ask, I guess, what this theme means to you and what it means for you to celebrate as the Bangladeshi community in Australia, in Melbourne's West. Whoever wants to answer. <laughs> oh. The relevance, what I say, firstly, this international mother language, it's not like a, it was started, the seed is from, like from Bangladesh or the East Pakistan, 21st of February, but actually it's currently through, through the international mother language. So it's international mother it's International Mother Language Day. It's recognized what I said before. It's for the United Nations. From So it's not only Bangladeshi community. It's all the multicultural communities to show their culture, respect their language, and to keep their language alive. Like for the Aboriginal communities, as well as like the Indian communities, maybe Chinese communities, everywhere. Like not only one language, French communities, maybe like European communities. It's like a, to save their language and culture generation by generation. So this is the significance, this is the awareness to keep their language and keep the language culture. So in our program, on we are doing on, it's on 25th of February, because uh, today is 21st of February, we cannot do it in the weekdays. So we usually do in the uh, following week, and we are doing it in front of the permanent monument, what Iqbal said, we built by the Windham City Council. We are very grateful to them. Uh, uh, for the budget and everything for their effort and we do over there it will be a day-long program from 11 o'clock local um, the ministers uh, federal ministers MPs uh, city Wyndham City Council mayor and other councillors as well as Melton city councillors and mayors they are also coming and other multicultural groups they are coming we are doing the flower wreath over there we are doing multicultural performance, each speech by the mayors and leader of opposition from Labour Liberal Party, they are also coming. So it will be a big uh, multicultural event. There will be food stalls, multicultural food vans there. There will be face painting for the kids free. They can display the, we already 
ask the local schools to put uh, like the kids can draw and send it to them. We will give some award for the kids and uh, there will be book stall for that one and multicultural performance from the 11, like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock at 3 to 4 hours. So it will be a whole day long complete program with different varieties. So we are uh, requesting the audience to join us uh, to see a different, something different and it will be a great event for all of the multicultural community and local communities as well. On, yeah, did you want to on, add on, top, of, on yeah. top of that, I want to add one thing. I work in a school secondary college, in, in local secondary college. So it's very common, it's multicultural harmony day, kids are having food, sausages. When is that, sorry? I'm saying just, I'm oh, giving okay. an example. It. It's yeah. an example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very common in most of the school. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> harmony day. They have lunch, sausage season. And there are lots of examples I can give you. I'm not against the sausage season. I'm not against the English speaking people. What I'm trying to say if you walk through Ligon Street in Melbourne, you can see the vibrant multicultural food, multicultural people, and you know, community. Over the time, the culture, there are three main things can connect to culture. Number one, language. Number two, food. Number three, dress. So if language die, culture will die. And if you see the statistics, almost every day there are one language maybe dying. And we know there are so many Aboriginal languages is not existing anymore. I have full respect to English-speaking people. I'm not against that. But what I'm trying to say, the maximum number of multicultural community live in Victoria, in the world. So, so if we want to keep this data alive, we have to work on language. To the audience, my request, try to understand the importance of saving language. Obviously, our kids will develop their skills when they go mainstream study and any event through English and they have to they have to create themselves as a global talent. But of course of course English will be their key language but they need to continue their culture as well, language as well. Thank you. Thank you, Iqbal. And it really does sound like what you're doing is activism and it's it's resisting, you know, the status quo. And I think the, the listeners um, of 3CR Radio will really connect with that um, sentiment. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure... I don't have any questions left, but if either of you have anything else you would like to add... Elise, thank you. Thank you for letting us... Thank you Enjoy very much you. for your time. And oh, no, thank it's a great you. experience thank you. for listening to <laughs> us. And, and, and you know, this is a great opportunity to tell the audience and language lovers to to Head understand the, the importance of <laughs> celebration of Language Day and you know keeping language alive. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. And yeah, everyone head on over to Tani Community Learning Centre this Saturday, the 25th of February. Um, thank you so much. See ya. Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, diversity and inclusion and much, much more. It's free to access the library, so check out the collection at www.commonslibrary.org. Common Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR with Jack and Sam, and that was a pre-recorded interview by Elise Cunningham. We'll put all of the information about the event this weekend on the show notes, but thank you to Elise for sending that in. Sam? Yes. I suppose we have a bit of time to maybe talk about what's coming up for Friends of the Earth and events that people can get involved in in Radioland. Yeah, there is so many things going on. I I don't know about people out there, but I feel like all of us at Friends of the Earth after years of lockdown in the pandemic and getting used to being back in the real world last year, I feel like uh, all the campaigners and organisers at FOE are really hitting their stride this year and wanting to be back out in the world, in the communities, in the places we love uh, and meeting people and getting people engaged. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a huge amount on already and coming up and I'm just going to give you the heads up on a few of the goodies. Uh, (laughs) You need to go to our website to see all of them. There's the weekly meetings you can get involved in and all of those things. Uh, But there's a couple of special events. So uh, this Saturday one uh, there is a nuclear and climate change event going on, uh, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. online, uh, <clears throat> and that's being hosted by our Nuclear Free Collective. Um, and the title is Can Nuclear Power Help Reduce uh, Greenhouse Admissions? Obviously, the answer is probably no for us in Australia. Uh, Dr. Jim Green, who is our national anti-nuclear campaigner, will be speaking at that event. So uh, jump online. Uh, you can go to our website and see uh, or go to our Facebook page and find the link to that one. Also, we're really interested in road trips this year. <coughs> Excuse me. So there's a couple of really awesome road trips coming up in March. So there is uh, a road trip happening that is going up to Bright, to Minamita, and then up to uh, Mount Wills with a public walk. Sounds nice. Yeah, it's running from Tuesday the 14th of March until the 19th of March. You can go to our Facebook page or to the website to RSVP. That means you'll be coming on a road trip or we'll be camping, we'll be doing actions, we'll be meeting local community, and we'll be walking to the summit of beautiful mountains, uh, Mount Wills in particular. There's a local issues meetup as part of that kicking off in Bright in Victoria on Tuesday, March the 14th. Uh, and another road trip because... <laughs> 
obviously people at Faux just want to get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is all very deep community work and we really want you to come along and have a good time with us and learn a lot. Uh, the Rad Trip is back. So Radioactive Tours, long time part of the Nukes Free uh, Collective's work. Uh, so this time the Rad Trip is uh, on the road to ANFA. Uh, so that is uh, a national conference around um, anti-nukes that is led by First Nations people with FOES support. And the rad trip for the anti-nuclear uh, collective will make its way to that big gathering, but it will also do some uh, stops along the way to see uh, the nuclear history and the radioactive racism of this country. Yeah. That's just a few things. There's another event coming up that involves uh, uh, Yaron Bundle from SOPEC, who is a gunji Gundajamara woman who will be speaking at it and that is the film Coextinction and that's happening on Tuesday February the 28th so there's just an endless amount of stuff going on already planned out until March April yeah please get on it RSVP come with us yeah enjoy yeah get get in there learn a lot great sounding ones there support local communities 100% the way it's the way that's how we protect the places we love we actually uh need to go there and hang out and meet the people and mm-hmm. find out what's going on so that seems to be a lot of what people are doing in march so if you come looking for us in the office we may not be there <laughs> <laughs> that's it well yeah <laughs> um but that's us out of time yes thanks very much sam this is me taking my leave for a little bit yay going to- teach minds and stuff like that but (laughs) i'm sure we'll see you about on the traps and all that see you all soon see ya